Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. The first draft title of this episode was much more polite. Originally, it was just named, You're Welcome. But today, as I was putting the finishing touches on what I wanted to say, I ran across a book title called, Being Humble. I haven't read it yet, but the title intersected with this idea and really got me thinking. First of all, I took the liberty to switch it from being humble to being modest. I think that humility can actually be a very good thing. It's modesty that needs to take a hike. And since so many people seem to become confused with the two ideas, I'd love to dissect them a bit. The definition of modesty is demureness, the quality of not being too proud or too confident in your abilities, to play it small in order to make others feel more comfortable around you. Um, no, no thank you. To think that this could be regarded and taught by anyone sends shivers up my spine. Denying the world of your gifts serves no one. Now, the definition of humility is something different. Something I believe in and see the value behind. To be humble, the feeling or attitude that you have no special importance that makes you better than others. Lack of arrogance. You can believe in yourself and your abilities with all your might and also be humble. You can self-promote and feel proud of your accomplishments without being arrogant. There is nothing wrong with owning your value and knowing your worth as long as you don't place yourself higher on the importance scale because of it. Being happy with yourself but humble is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Modesty? Not so much. It actually breaks my heart a little every time I see an artist who has made something astonishingly wonderful, but they feel that they have to downplay it with modesty and self-deprecation. Or a woman who's told that she's beautiful, but she can't accept the compliment. It is so tragic. But back to the reason why this episode was originally named You're Welcome. I have a story for you. Just about 20 years ago, I graduated from college, moved to LA, and got myself this tiny little studio apartment in the heart of Koreatown. Things have drastically improved in that area now, but when I lived there, it was definitely not a desired place on the map. My dad was greatly displeased when he saw where I was moving all by myself, but I love the idea of going out on my own so much. It felt so big and exciting. It didn't matter to me that I had to put cockroach traps in my kitchen or wait for the wild dogs to pass my car when parking at night. I had finally arrived in the land where people make their dreams come true, where being different is applauded and you find your tribe. I had big dreams and a lot of unsubstantiated belief in myself, seeing that I had almost zero training at that point. But 
that town will wear you down fast if you allow it. So after a few months of trying to secure a job, rather than going in and conquering my dreams like I had imagined, I ended up feeling like a beggar at the door of every casting and talent agent in town to just have the chance to step foot inside their office felt like this enormous win, a gift that they had bestowed upon only the lucky few. Soon, all those big dreams were reduced to the point where merely getting an audition at all became the only goal. Forget working on an actual set. The words dime a dozen were pointed my way much more than unique or special. The reality of the situation became real humbling real fast. Luckily for me, my acting coach at the time ended up booking a role in a film for several months and we were given a substitute who had been teaching the level above us. That woman strolled through those doors and rocked my world. Her name was Jocelyn Jones and she was the living antithesis of modest. She owned the room When she sat you up on that stage under the spotlight for your scene study critique, you prayed for mercy. She didn't mince words, and she sought nobody's approval. Her opinions were her own, and she gave them, whether you liked it or not. I was absolutely terrified of her, but I also admired her strength and wanted to soak up every bit of her wisdom. I loved the stories that she would tell us. And I will never forget the day when she stood up on that stage and taught us the power of saying, you're welcome. She looked at us and said, when you finish your audition, you stand there confidently and wait for them to thank you. Don't you ever thank them back. Look them in the eye and say, you're welcome. Huge, huge perspective shift. No longer the beggar. You are in control. You worked your ass off, not only to get in that room, but to deliver the best audition you had living inside of your body. If it was an intense scene, you laid your heart out there for those producers to bear witness. Don't you dare thank them for taking the time to watch. They should be thanking you. Not only does this idea result in owning your worth, but it also raises the stakes for what you pour into your process. If you feel the push to say, you're welcome, instead of, thank you, you're also delivering a better product. You rise to the occasion. Not long after that lesson sank in, I began to book jobs and work on sets. Perspective is everything. And funny enough, I recently heard Brian Cranston from the best show ever written on earth, Breaking Bad. And he talked about this very thing. Brian said, you have to go into that room to do a job, not get a job. So if you walk into an office and you don't want anything from them, you're there to give them something. Your energy completely changes. You come in there with confidence and you leave them with your work. This idea can be applied to all sorts of endeavors in life, not just an audition. 
I have carried these words with me through every facet of life. Whenever I begin to feel small or that maybe I need something from someone, whether it's a job or maybe even their approval, I remind myself of those two words. You're welcome. Own that room while still being humble. Don't be modest. It is your right and your duty to show yourself what you can do. I'll end this with one of my favorite stories about the difference between modesty and humility told by Glennon Doyle about the very first time that she sat down with Oprah after her breakout success. Glennon was still at the point where she was wrapping her head around all that she had brought to fruition in her life. As Oprah was praising her work, Glennon started with self-deprecating talk and began reducing her achievements to something smaller. And Oprah looked at her and said, don't do that. Don't be modest. Dr. Maya Angelou used to say that modesty is a learned affectation. You don't want modesty. You want humility. Humility comes from inside out. Glennon then interpreted Oprah's words and what they meant to her. To Glennon, she was saying, every time you pretend to be less than you are, you steal permission from another woman to exist fully. Don't mistake modesty for humility. Modesty is a giggly lie, an act, a mask, a fake game, and we have zero time for that. Life is too damn short. Grab that thing by the balls and go after everything you want. I've got nothing else to say but that. Until we meet again, stay curious and you're welcome.